Hello there. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're doing fine wherever you are. I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for this time. My name is Elizabeth. Let's get into today's topic. So today I'm very excited and I'm very happy that I have my first guest over uh, to my podcast and we are going to talk about something that is very sensitive and it's very helpful to most people and I believe most people are going to relate to it and yeah without further ado I just want to welcome her to introduce herself so welcome. Hi thanks for having me. I'm the unique Shanique, and um, I'm pretty excited to be on this podcast because it seems like it's very beneficial to other women who listen. So if I can add value, I'm definitely looking forward to doing that. Well, thank you and you're welcome. We are happy to have you here. (laughs) So today we are going to talk about trauma and we talked about this uh, when um, me and you, we texted each other and we say that the topic that we're going to talk about is trauma. And I found it very interesting because it's something that I feel like everyone is dealing with trauma in uh, some type of way in their lives. I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like most people have traumas in their life, whether it's um, just small events or big events, but I feel like we both have traumas in our lives. And um, so we're going to talk, I think we can just do a simple definition of trauma so that um, it's not, you know, confusing to other people what trauma is and what's not. Do you want to start and just do like the simple definition of trauma? Um, Yeah, sure. That's fine. Well, to me, trauma is anything that's debilitating to your core anything that shakes you up inside and causes a disruption of normal daily feelings and normal activities, Um, especially like your psyche as well. So anything such as sexual trauma, emotional trauma, Mm -hmm. mental trauma, financial Mm -hmm. trauma, um, and physical trauma as well. Yeah, of course. And I feel also like trauma is mostly is based on a negative event that, um, you know, it leaves, it's just this event that is so negative, it leaves a, an impact in your life, like maybe in your daily life. And it can be like for months or years sometimes. It's, it's crazy, but I feel like um, um, children are most vulnerable to this. Like, I think most of the traumas that people face is maybe from their childhood and stuff like that. Do you agree with that? Um, Yeah, I do agree that um, that is the hard traumas to deal with because most people, they go around unconsciously, not even knowing that their childhood traumas are affecting them. So that one's a pretty malicious one, malevolent. Oh, of course. Of course it is. And I I think because maybe when you're a child, you just soak everything. You, You don't know like which one you know, you have to filter and everything. So you just soak anything that you see or you hear or you experience. And so that can be hard uh, when you grow up and then you're, you know, it just causes you and you get more, um, the effects come from, you know, physical and mental, as you said. And 
some of the traumas, I think some of them we don't have control over. There's some traumas we don't have control over. I would say, for example, like maybe a death of a loved one. I feel most of us don't have control over that. Right. Yeah. That one we don't have control over. Also, like our parents getting divorced. That's not something we can control. Mm -hmm. For sure. Like natural disasters too. Yeah, those... Yeah. Yeah, like wars and yeah. Um, what would you say like the the call like effects? Like, you know, if how would you know someone is like having a trauma, like symptoms, you know, what to look um up up for, like what if like causes um, you know, we already talked about the causes of trauma, but what are the symptoms and signs for someone to know that oh I have a trauma here? Well, for me personally, like what with what I do, I look at the way people date. Mm -hmm. I look at those patterns. So the way they date, the quality of partners they attract, that is Mm -hmm. what lets me know whether they have had trauma and also the way they go about their relationships, Uh, the choices Mm -hmm. they don't make versus the choices they do make. All of those are key indicators, the way they go about those situations. Um, to me or whether they have suffered trauma yes uh would you say also like uh, i yeah i i i can agree with that it's, it's, it makes sense it totally makes sense the way we go about um the relationships that we have in our lives and you know the things that keep repeating themselves over and over again and also like um, even the way we deal with ourselves also i would say we the way we have mood swings or you can um the sleep the sleeping habits like you know people can have insomnia and stuff and even eating habits they can change because you know of having uh, some flashbacks or memories of something yeah so um what i what about you like uh do you have like specific you know signs of um you know when you deal like with yourself not just um you know self trauma like not only with relationship but when you so with your own you know like what what signs that you notice um what do you mean exactly oh I mean exactly um I think our relationships can relate when on how you are see yourself also like I say I said like a person can face like mood change and mood swings even when you're with yourself or anger and you don't know why you're feeling that way even if a person didn't cause that but you just you know you don't have control over Um, your emotions and stuff yeah mm -hmm. yeah um another one is probably being shy or introverted um Mm -hmm. also low self-esteem yes that's a big one and low self-worth because they're Mm -hmm. those are different Mm, that's a big one that's mm-hmm. a big one can you go deeper into um low self-worth well low self-worth that has a lot to do with um our confidence and how we see ourselves and the things we go after or the things we choose not to go after um even in mm-hmm. something as simple as like your work environment like some people yeah. they have these great amazing jobs that they've worked mm-hmm. so hard to land and yet they still don't feel worthy of their job and they play small 
at work mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know anywhere else um or when they're in crowds with other people who they might perceive as more just higher up than them for whatever reason mm-hmm. um yeah. they start feeling insecure or shy or introverted when really they're so worthy already and so they just have oh, yeah. low self-worth issues that stem into so many different areas of their lives yes it's true yeah it's true it's true and i would say like um for me i would say uh what have i experienced is that mostly it's the flashback memories when you least expect it or if something as the same as what happened um mm-hmm. you just you have this flashback memories just because or something minor or it looks like it you just have these flashbacks all the time and that can lead you to become um un- like feeling um very low self esteem because you it keeps flashing back that you know some years back something happened this happened and so that makes you you know take a step back instead of just you know going forward and you feel like you don't want something like that to happen again so you can be, you can develop i think fear I think fear sometimes get to be developed because of that. I think you would agree with that. Like most people have, um, they develop their fears because of, you know, the trauma they faced. Yeah, that's very true. The flashbacks are another huge indicator, um, especially mm. when they're just intrusive thoughts um, mm. that really are triggered from like almost seemingly nothing. But these flashbacks just keep popping up and, they do also factor into PTSD and depression yes, yes. and the mm-hmm. inability to even enjoy joyous occasions. Like you can't really feel the full depth and range of your emotions. You know, it's like you're cut off from being present and you disassociate. Oh, speaking of, that's another one, disassociation. Mm-hmm. Just kind of check out. that's a huge yes. indicator of trauma like withdrawal like you're isolating yourself um no but that's a good one too but disassociation mm. is like you're there physically but you're not there mentally oh or emotionally yeah, yeah it's true mm-hmm. it's true that's very true um i would say also it can lead to Uh, the worst thing can happen i feel like also depression can develop from that because then if you're stressed over uh, that for a very long time and then it can lead to depression then yeah depression is a big one mm-hmm. yeah and oh the big one i remember right now anger yes. <laughs> anger is a big one yeah i think most people um let that out through anger because then you know it's it gets very hard for them to express their emotions and you know all the flashback and everything and so it comes out as being um, angry and you know letting that out because uh, i think most people just um when they soak everything and they just you know bubble that up and it's not let out so then it comes out in a different emotion that they don't like it but it's just that they end up not having control over that and um after that is done they just regret and be like i i don't know why i did that yeah so true anger is an easy one it's an easy emotion mm. to express mm. 
I guess for many people, it's like the go-to. It's very true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I would say that also like um I even the 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 small things, I, I remember I don't know if that was small or not. I'll just take an example. It it was big because even now when I look back, I'm like, oh, it's because of that then. It's not like a big, it did, didn't do like a big effect, but just I have flashback over that. So I remember when I was back in my country and I was um, in college and then there was this day we were walking campus, me and my friends were going to a birthday party. And then there's this guy, um, I think he was a student or something, I can't remember, but it was, a, a, the road didn't have so much light. And so the guy was, we were comfortable because he was talking through the phone and we thought he's a student. But before I knew it, I just froze and he just pushed my friend over and he took my friend's wallet and my other friend was trying to, to fight back and mm. he slapped her and everything mm. was just going crazy. And I'm the one who froze. I froze to the sense that I watched the whole scene. Mm-hmm. And so I got a picture of everything. And so now, like subconsciously, when I walk, even when uh, it's daytime, every time a person, a guy walks, um, what can I say, behind me, and then they're talking through the phone, I just turn, like in a way that, okay, why or whatever. I, then I came to realize, oh, then it's because of that, because I just have, you know, subconsciously, it just happens to me. And I just feel like, okay something going going to happen or I just look back on me every time I walk like maybe after like five minutes or whatever I just check around me what's going on and just being you know conscious of everything so I think that's just those are just bits and pieces of things that can happen in our lives and can cause us to you know still think about them yeah and that's a pretty scary story um, being mm-hmm. robbed is such a violation of your privacy and your boundaries and it, you just feel violated even just to witness it I'm sure mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah it is it was it was crazy I believe yeah. it was crazy um I feel like in my what what would you say like um you know the generation like before us in our generation like um I believe like before with our parents, I don't think they they talk more about, you know, traumas and stuff like that. But I'm just grateful like in our generation, we get to talk about this. And I would say for me, even back in my country, it's not something that it's normal, common for people to talk about. But like, what would you say like compared to our generation and our parents' generation, uh, which one is better? Like when it comes to like trauma and stuff, like uh, to analyze everything. Well, definitely our generation now is better at analyzing and speaking about it and verbalizing trauma. Um, I think back then, like with every generation, there's like one more step in the evolution process. So like the ones before us, they were pretty good at expressing like some kinds of hurts, like some forms of trauma, a lot of anger mostly, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. Like there were things that they expressed that the generation before them didn't. But now, um, uh, especially like sexual abuse, that was always hushed. So my personal Mm -hmm. mission when it comes to that is to protect 
the children who aren't abused by making sure that the previous generations speak up about the trauma, the sexual trauma that they experience yeah. so that the next generation is one, aware that it even exists and two, yeah. that they know that they can do something about it to prevent it from happening. You know, not 100%, like, unfortunately, if you're raped, you can't really like prevent yes. that. But, you know, there are things you can do and um, mostly let them know that they have a choice and they can say no, because not, a, not teaching children about these traumas, specifically sexual trauma, they don't even know what's happening when it's happening because they don't know mm -hmm. what sex is. They don't know what's okay, not okay. And they're just taken, they're just completely in the dark. So I think the more we talk about this stuff, like the Me Too movement or the Save the Children movement, um, sex trafficking movements, uh, this type of advocacy that I do, not them too, the children, you know, it, yeah. everything adds into making sure that the next generation can handle it even better. So I can't wait to see what our following generation does with this because we're already making monumental moves right now. So yeah. the next generation is definitely going to be another force to reckon with. Yeah, of course. I can, I can totally agree with you because I love our generation is becoming vocal over these things that before they were not used to talk about or it wasn't considered you know, as normal to talk about it. But I feel also when people talk about then uh, the younger generation see this is something that it's not okay, that whatever happened, it's not okay. And, you know, someone else is experiencing it. And so, you know, I don't have to deal with this alone. There are other people also experiencing it. And I love what you do. I, I follow you on Instagram and I checked on you and you're doing an amazing job, especially helping women and um I know women are, I would say, a huge percent of them that, uh, you know, face these traumas and stuff like that, especially when you can, like, it comes to rape and, you know, sexually abused, you know, childhood traumas and stuff like that. Um, so you're doing an amazing job, you know, helping women and, and doing all of that. And so would you want to explain more about that, like what you do and, you know, how people can reach you? Um, yeah, sure. Um, and thank you for that. Um, appreciating my efforts because that really helps me to keep going and, you know, enjoy what I do. So what I'm doing as of now is helping um, other people by being a personal life and dating coach for them. And I help the successful, the confident, the beautiful, uncover things that are holding them back from other areas in their life so that they can go from trauma to triumph and have success and either love, life, or happiness, like internal happiness. So, um, you know, everyone doesn't have the same traumas, but like we just discussed, traumas all have like similar signs. Mm -hmm. Like they affect us almost in the same different ways. You know, one of the many happens. And those blocks need to be addressed so that people can achieve their dreams, achieve their goals, 
And that's what I help them with. And I do that through powerful coaching, inner child work, um, meditation practices, and setting goals and achieving goals and, you know, holding them accountable to make sure that they do the steps necessary to actually have success in life, love, or happiness. So I've been doing more focus on the love and inner success part. Um, mm -hmm. Mostly women who are looking to date up in like hypergamous relationships or um, people who just want healthy relationships too um, on the yeah. same level, that as well. And um, people who want to feel worthy, you know, we talked about self-worth and people who want to feel confident and people who need guidance on setting boundaries against uh, family members or friends that may be holding them back. So, mm -hmm. you know, we really got to address these root issues to help everyone go forward because it's really about self-development and self-evolution yeah. and self-actualization, you know? Of course, it's all about that. As you said, I loved when you said uh, you have to work on these roots. It, it's very true. Like if we don't work on removing the roots, then it's just the work will go in vain. We have to remove the roots exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and thank you so much for joining me today and talking about this. This was very mm -hmm. nice. And thank you for you know taking your time and talking to, to us about this. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. It was nice meeting you. I, yeah, it was nice meeting you too. I'll just I'll just drop um, everything in the description box about Shanique's um, Instagram, and you guys can follow her there. She's amazing, and you can reach out to her. And she's a, she's a very nice person. She reached out to me, and we did this, and I'm so happy. Thank you so much, Shanique. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, bye guys. Thank you for listening. Until next time, always remember, be kind.